Hey everybody, my name is Timothy Wade and this is the Safety Wire podcast where we will be looking at aviation safety from the ground up. This episode's kind of special to me because it's the first one I've ever put out. Uh, I've put out some content over the past year regarding SMS, regarding aviation safety, and received a ton of great feedback on it, so I wanted to take this to the next level. So thank you for all the feedback from everybody who has chimed in, asked questions, uh, and has kind of enhanced that program for me. So uh, very excited to be starting this podcast. Some of the topics we'll be discussing over the course of this podcast would be mobile safety for our AOG technicians out in the field, ground safety for our technicians working in the hangars, ramp safety, flight safety, anything that has to do with aviation safety, I would love to cover it uh, on this channel. So if you have any questions, comments, concerns, please shoot them towards me and I would love to address them as we can. So the topic we'll be covering today is one of the many scenarios regarding aviation safety where you have to ask yourself what came first, the chicken or the egg. And in this scenario, how do you go from a reactive to a proactive safety culture? And you ask yourself, you know, what comes first, the data to, to back that up or the safety culture piece? And you need them both. You need that data and you need that proactive mentality to address what is going on throughout your incoming data. And that is going to over time build trust and build honesty in your program. So how do we get there? And my best advice would be to start small. Go out into the floor, go out into the shops, ask what's going on, ask what, what issues people have and start to fix them in a limited basis and that will start to gain trust in the program for example if you go out into your back shop and it's very dimly lit and technicians are struggling to see what they're doing you almost don't need to ask but go fix the lights have a facility maintenance ticket put in have an electrician come in and fix a couple of the lights brighten up the area show that their concerns matter to you their voice matters and they're going to start to trust that safety program they're going to remember when they have a problem next hey you know I mentioned that the lights were burned out and the safety team made that a priority for them and they got it corrected pretty quickly. What can we move on to next? What is concerning us next? And that trust is going to build and the culture is going to build and your data in your system is going to build up. To go from the reactive to the proactive, you need as many safety reports as possible. No longer is aviation safety something that is judged on how many incident and hazard reports are submitted. I don't care how big your organization is, the number of reports you receive will never be detrimental to an organization. That does not show that the organization is poorly run. That shows that there is an honesty and an integrity throughout the organization that they want to see something improve. Okay, so never associate a large amount of reports for a poorly operated organization. That just means they have an honest organization that wants better for themselves. So those little reports, the small dents from a dropped tool, the scratches, the chipped paint, those things, that builds your base for a great safety and reporting culture. And that way you can build that up to where you can start to predict when something's going to happen. For example, I used a drop tool. This is a very serious issue in, in aviation safety because not only can it cause significant damage, it can cause significant injuries as well. So if you see a small pattern of drop tools coming across your desk, this tiny dent here, small chip in the paint there, very minor in nature of the reports, but you look at the root cause and it's a drop tool. Maybe we need to institute a leashing policy. Maybe we need 
protective mats on the ground. Maybe we need to cordon off our lift areas and protect the areas that are being worked. There's so many different scenarios you can look into regarding that issue alone, okay? So once you start building that great base of reporting, you'll start to see where your risk lies. And that brings me to my next point of how to build a proactive predictive safety culture. Once that data is rolling in, do a risk assessment on every single one of them and make the outcome of that risk assessment something graphable, tangible, palatable, so that way people can look at that data and see exactly where the risk lies. Whether you're adding a score to it, whether you're computing how, how many low risk, how many medium risk, how many high risk you're, you're getting into your system, doesn't matter what it is, just something to where you're able to track a trend that will allow you to focus where your attention needs to be put. So for example, if I have multiple locations, but one of them is holding 50% of my laceration injuries, I know I need to focus my attention there to possibly put a cut glove policy in place, put new PPE training in place. Something's going on to where they are a significant factor with regards to risk in our organization. So let's recap a little bit. What came first, the chicken or the egg? Data or culture? They both happen simultaneously in small increments. And as I mentioned a couple weeks ago on a video, if you are starting into your SMS program, possibly getting ready to apply to actually enter the FAA's uh, voluntary program, make sure you've done some solid work on data and reporting and culture first prior to doing that because you need that established before you actually get into the FAA's program. After that, how do you get into a proactive culture when you're sitting in a reactive culture? It's the small reports. Work hard to gain trust in the safety program. That way those small reports start flooding in and you're able to use those to be proactive and predictive with your safety program. And once that takes place, you'll be able to assess risk prior to it becoming a full-blown incident. You'll get more hazards and incident reports and your safety program will then start to repair things before they become an issue. Okay. So once again, thank you for joining me for our first episode of the Safety Wire. Very excited for this to become a podcast that we can record every few weeks. And once again, if you have any topics or concerns or discussions that you would like to go over, please submit them to me. I would love to take care of them. Take care, please.